Hello everyone, I am Matthew Thomas from Super Cool Radio, and we got a really awesome featured band of the week. They are a very impressive Christian rock band out of Rockford, Michigan. Please welcome Revelation Rain. Hello. And making up Revelation Rain today, we got Rob on vocals and rhythm guitar, JT on lead guitar and vocals, and Grant on drum and vocals. Thanks, thank you guys for hanging out with me. Hey, thanks for having us on. I like some of the very fun question. If you were stuck on an island and you could only listen to one band, but you can listen to their whole discography, who would you listen to? Can we? No, <laughs> who wants to go first? I'll go first. Right. Um, go ahead. You guys know who it might be? No. Uh, I, I would have to say that band called Kiss would probably be uh, my, uh, my go to. My go to deserted island. Yeah, yeah. Band. Absolutely. Rob, what do you got for that? Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I, as much as I love Kiss as well, uh, I kind of thought about this. Um, if, if ever I was stranded someplace with only one artist, um, I would have to say actually it'd be Elvis. And the reason would be is because if you were stranded on an island and you wanted variety of music, I don't know of anyone that covered more genres of music than Elvis, from rock, uh, to pop and country, gospel. rhythm and blues, gospel, very Christian, Christmas, Christmas music. Yeah, I, was say. I mean, I could have Christmas by myself and still listen to Blue Christmas. It would be great. Um, so I would have to say, for me, uh, it would be Elvis. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a very good one. You explained it. You would get bored yeah. after a while listening to the same genre, right? Yeah. I mean, Rock and roll is great, but. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With Elvis, you get a little bit of everything. Right. <laughs> that's true. Good, uh, good answer. For me, it had to be Joe Satriani. Oh. So I've been listening to that a lot lately. Satch is the man. Yeah. I was playing. Yeah, he's all over the place. Yeah, for Pretty sure. Good stuff. Uh, all very good picks. I got Motley Crue. So that's who I'll do. Of Motley Crue. Good stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I got to see him on their final tour, and it was pretty cool. It was really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W were you going to see them on the stadium tour they were about to do? Uh, a little bit out of my price range, honestly. Yeah, it was <laughs> pricey, that's for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, I couldn't couldn't drop like four hundred and maybe be in arena. A little, little bit too high for me. I'd have to get a yeah. backstage pass or VIP for that. Yeah, something to sweeten the pot. Four hundred is a lot of money. Yeah, it is. So yeah, I mean, it would be cool, but I don't know. I think their final tour is just a perfect send off. Yeah, unfortunately, it seems like uh, farewell tour doesn't really ever mean farewell tour. It never does. But you know, it sells tickets. So there you go. You know, that's actually what we got to do. Hey, I'm announcing right now we're doing our farewell tour. So if you want to see us, I thought we were going to wait till Friday to announce it. Well. No, because Friday we'll have the reunion tour. Oh yeah, <laughs> then we'll make up. We'll get re, you know yeah. reunited yeah. again. Yeah, it'll work out perfectly. I love it. I love it. <laughs> rain on their final tour, and then you get to hear uh, see them on their reunion tour as well. So yes, yeah, yeah, all in one press conference. Yeah, <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a short press conference, but I love it. Yeah. Well, we're Wait, we're back yeah. together. Right. Yeah. So I kind of want to talk about um, the you know, live shows. You guys have actually performed a few live shows this year. Uh, how do you prepare for a live show? I'm I'm in my own world usually. 
I think about the set list we're going to do, and I'd run through it all in my head while we're setting our gear up. Stay pretty quiet usually. You know, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Make sure I eat. Yeah. I've got to eat something. Yeah. Oh, that's a good thing to do. Oh, yeah. And make sure he doesn't stand behind in front of me after he's. Yeah, depending what he ate. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> uh, Taco Bell. So yeah. Oh, it's burrito night. No, you're standing over there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I don't want to speak for Grant, but I know from what I've noticed, I would be the exact opposite. And I think Grant is too. We tend to talk a mile a minute when we're getting ready for a show, and I think it's to, um, for me, anyways, to alleviate any sort of stress or anxiety. Um, but also for me too. Um, in the back of my mind, I'm running over song lyrics because that's usually uh, the one thing that I'm always worried that I'm going to forget are song lyrics. Um, and I do like to get something to eat, but I always eat light before we do a show. Uh, the most I'll eat on a show day is a salad. And that's just to keep me a little bit lighter on my feet, hopefully. Uh, basically, yeah. I mean, I, I try to crack jokes and make everybody laugh, feel loose, you know. And, not so uh, nervous or uptight or, you know, just have fun. That's the number one. Uh, that's the number one thing. Just have fun. We know these songs. Um, we played them so many times. So it that part for me is, yeah, I still got to like run through my head and make sure, you know, uh, I know my parts, of course, but um, I want everyone to feel loose and comfortable because when they're loose and comfortable, then the plane is going to come naturally and it's going to just happen and it's going to be great. That's how historically speaking, anyways. And um, uh, I usually, yeah, I eat light myself. Um, I sweat it and work it right off <laughs> behind the drums. I'm usually soaked by the first song. Um, but uh, no, just make sure everything's all in place and you know, no one's feeling rushed. And let's just keep that number one rule, you know, in, in place. You know, we're here to have fun. This is this is what we're doing. We're gonna have fun tonight, and uh, we're not gonna have it any other way. So, but before we go on, I'll say uh, at least in my head, I always try to say a quick prayer too. And at one point, we were we were doing a prayer before we would go on stage, and that's something I think we should be, um, get, right, get back into. I think yeah. the past couple of shows were so rushed because we were uh, playing on a, a bill with more than one band. And you had like 15 minutes to change from one band to the next. So the prayer kind of got overlooked. Um, but I think that's something that we should definitely get back into, especially when we're playing by ourselves. But even if we don't get to do one as a band out loud, I know, at least for me, in the back of my head, I'm always saying a quick prayer. Uh, just to make sure that hopefully everything will go well. Yeah, and I, I sometimes go out in the back alley and just pick a fight with some guy and or, or girl, you know, depends on who, who I run to first. <clears throat> Get that out, yeah, and then yeah. give them a give them a give them a CD and a sticker. Like, hey, I'm sorry, but your nose, come on in. And now I feel ready. I'm I'm pumped now. I'm, I really don't do that to girls. However, band members were open for that. A lot of times he'll uh, corner one of us if yeah. there's not enough people at the show. I, if I got to do it, I got to do it. Yeah. It's for the band. I think my knees always hurt. It's always kicking me in the knees. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, we, don't we have great shows when I do that? Yeah, it's true. Shows have been good. I say, I, I good. say it stays. I got to scrum my back and stab me with the drumstick. 
was rough. Yeah. It just gets all that tension out, and I'm, unfortunately, you know, like there's, <laughs> I, we have our own fight club within Revelation. Realms. <laughs> yeah, a Christian fight club. How would that even? How would you even market that? But it's, a, it's, fight club. it's or, a you don't talk about it. That's a rule. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> no physical. Just you know, we talk about it. Yeah, and then yeah. we hug and get back on stage. <laughs> How do you guys like set list um, for the show? What what was that? How do you choose a set list for the show? <laughs> well, um, right now, uh, because we do all original material, uh, the set list pretty much is um, depending how long the show is. Right. Um, it's typically like if we're playing an uh, hour and a half to two hours, then it's pretty much going to take up every song that we have because we have we have about twenty to twenty five songs right now that we can do. Uh, if it goes much past that, then we're going to start repeating stuff or doing extended guitar solos or something. <laughs> we don't like to do covers if we can help it either. Yeah, so. we try to avoid covers if we can. When we play a shorter set list, like uh, the show we were just met, we mentioned a few moments ago, we had about 45 minutes to an hour to play. So then you have to drop some songs. Uh, typically, vote, usually. Yeah, vote on the songs. And then, you know, depending on if you're gauging the audience, that was a show where it was, uh, you know, three or four hard rock or metal bands. So it, it made it easier to maybe drop a couple of the uh, ballads that we do. Um, so those songs were, were uh, easy to drop. And then the rest of it is just, um, uh, obviously you want to play songs that represent the, the CD that we're promoting, but at the same time throw some new stuff in there so that people aren't getting only that. And there, there are a couple of staples as well, you know, that we, we try to keep in. In the, in the order, you know, in the exact order. We try to anyways. Um, mm -hmm. Our our opener changes, and we, we're we starting a new opener now that's just, it rocks. It's really good. It's one of the new ones. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's, a, it's a good uh, uh, Thunder's Chug. Mm -hmm. Thunder's yeah. Chug, yeah. <laughs> That's the nickname I gave when we first started playing. This has got that Thunder's Chug, you know? Um, and so, so you know, the, the ending, you know, the, the end of the set, the end of the night, we have, we have, particular song that we end it with. Um, but yeah, the single off our record and uh, mostly showcasing the record. Yeah, I, I think too, I mean, it's a matter of pacing. Um, you, you want to start the show off with a couple of songs that are obviously high intensity, but then you kind of want to bring it down for a little bit. You have to give the audience a rest, a little bit of a break. Otherwise by the fifth song, they're already burnt out. So I think there's pacing that's involved as well. And like Grant was saying, we always end, this, end our set with Vengeance is Mine, which is the title track from our CD. Uh, it just lends itself to being a closing track. It's perfect. Yeah, and then, you know, we've all between New Kind of Man, which is on the CD as an opening track, and then a new song that we're doing now that Grant mentioned. Uh, it's actually called Holy, not Thunderous Chug, but Thunderous <laughs> Chug works too. Uh, That'll be in parentheses. Yeah, holy thunderous chug. <laughs> it's got a good ring to it. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, typically speaking, uh, that's that's pretty much how we how we choose a set list. Right on. And I kind of want to you know start uh, a little bit at the beginning. How did Revelation Rain come together, and how was the name chosen? Well, uh, Grant and I had actually been in a band previously about a year and a half ago with two other guys. 
and that project did not work out. And so uh, we were kind of on hiatus and I decided that I still wanted to put original material out uh, despite not having a band, but I had recorded demos probably five years ago and they were really good sounding demos. Yeah. Um, so I put those up on Reverb Nation and I didn't want to present it as just, uh, you know, these are Rob Robinson's songs. So I just came up with a, what I, if I had a band, this is what I would call it. And so Revelation Rain was obviously a, a, a tip of the hat to obviously the book of Revelation. And uh, so I used that, Revelation Rain, put the songs up on Reverb Nation and didn't expect a whole lot to happen. And all of a sudden, you know, I was, the songs were going everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was number one first locally. I don't know if you've ever been on Reverb Nation, but. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it'll kind of gauge you uh, based on uh, uh, your local region and then regional and then nationwide and then worldwide. And pretty soon I was number one in all of those except for worldwide. I was still in the top 10. And it was just interesting. You know, some of the songs were taking off and um, you can submit songs to Reverb Nation where they'll have peer reviews and whatever else. And they were getting these great feedback. So, uh, when Grant reached out to me again in February of this year and asked what I was up to and told him that, you know, no band, whatever else. And so uh, he invited me down here to his house and we decided to put a band back together. And I said, uh, these songs are going over well. This, this name is getting out there. If we put a band together, I think we should stick with that just because there's momentum already. And so Grant and I sat in this very room where we're at right now and pretty much laid out an outline as to what we wanted in the next band. Uh, we weren't going to do cover tunes anymore. We wanted to do originals. We wanted guys that would have the same vision and uh, goals that we had. And we, we wanted to have a very visual presentation, uh, you know, being big Kiss fans, that, that, that was the mindset. Um, so we laid out all these different things that we wanted to do and we decided you know before i left that we would have our first rehearsal just the two of us the next weekend this was uh march 6th and that was so long ago yeah march 6th and one week later is when the whole state got shut down so we never had that second uh rehearsal but we used the time to uh we did you know zoom can i say zoom on this platform <laughs> we used <laughs> yeah, that's some rivalry there. Um, anyway, yeah, we were using uh, Zoom to do some meetings and, and to audition band members. And uh, and we were writing songs and, and kind of putting everything together. And then when the state kind of started to open back up uh, in May, May, June, whatever yeah. it was, we reconvened down here. And uh, I had reached out first to JT. He was on Reverb Nation. No, I'm sorry, band yeah, I'm getting my platform. <laughs> There's so many. There are, and I'm on, it seems like at the time I was on all of them. But um, <laughs> so I reached out to JT on Band Mix, asked if he'd be interested in joining or coming down to audition for a band. He said, yes, the three of us got together the following week. And what's funny is I gave him three of our original songs. Yeah. I said, learn these three songs, go on YouTube. I have done some instructional videos. You can see what the chords are, the changes, whatever. So he's like, all right, I'll do that. And so he came in and we played the three songs. He nailed them perfectly. 
And he's like, well, I was looking at these other two as well. Let's run through those. And we're Show like, off. okay. So we go, by the end of the night, we've gone through like eight songs. Yeah. Because he was that far and, ahead. And he knew him. He knew him very well. Down pat and uh, probably knew him better than we did. Yeah. Because it'd been a while since we'd played them. <laughs> it was, yeah. Well, all that. So no, he, he was terrific. He, yeah, uh, we, yeah. We, we offered him the job right on the spot. And we was like really hoping that he'd accept, you know. I don't think he would learn that many. So, oh no, I'm, I'm I got another gig down the street. Uh, yeah. Sorry guys. Uh, yeah. You guys play well, but uh, no, it worked out great. It did. And, and, and what's funny is, uh, after that rehearsal midweek, I found Marty, our bass player, um, on band mix, contacted him, asked him to come in for, um, an audition the next weekend, gave him the same three songs we'd given JT. <laughs> And Marty comes in and had the songs down, nailed them, and then proceeded to lead us through three more of our own songs. So it was like they, the they were in on over. this together. I think they were in on this. Yeah, somehow they had conspired. Yeah, they, they were, were both on band mix, so there is a connection. I think they're really brothers or something. You know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> beard envy. Uh, yeah, um, it, it was it was just so awesome. You know, back to back auditions, and we're offering these guys jobs. I mean, it was just. It was awesome. We 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 weren't expecting that. You know, we we thought that we were going to, have to go through the grueling process of you know bringing in musicians every week and you know whoever's whoever stands out or does the best will we'll choose you know that way. But uh, it was so easy. We knew right then and there that we wanted Opie and the following week Marty. It's like okay, we got a band now, Rob. <laughs> this was really quick. It was. It happened fast, and it's a good thing too because Grant and I, being the type that always put the cart before the horse, we'd already booked two shows. Yeah. When it was just the two of us. Oh, by the way, yeah, we yes, so, two weeks. Yeah, once they once we had them both in the band, they made that commitment. We we're like, oh, by the way, we have a show in two weeks. So you've already learned six songs. Just learn another fourteen. You'll be okay. Yeah, I think we were more nervous than those <laughs> the two new guys were. They're like, what are you guys nervous? Like, Come on, you guys can do this. They're giving us. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that first gig went over gangbusters. It was great. You know, yeah, it, it, was, it went really well. But that's pretty much uh, how the band came together. It was kind of uh, uh, it, it. It rose out of the demise of another band that Grant and I had been in, and uh, it's it's just uh, been <laughs> it's been a great ride ever since. Yeah, it, it's it hasn't stopped either. You know, like you mentioned earlier, that you know we've been. We've been busy playing gigs and feel very fortunate and blessed that uh, we got those opportunities because some local bands, most local bands, national bands, haven't been doing much this year. Yeah. Um, and we just been right place, right time, right people, and we're busy. <laughs> so it's it's a good thing. Absolutely. It's very fortunate that, you know, there's still at least some select, you know, shows and events going on. And like you know, as you said, like there's like no national shows going on at all. Like this whole year after February and March, there really is like nothing national going on. Right. I'm a concert goer, and so this is like really surreal. Like I feel like you know something's missing. Like my sports are like hacked up, and you know, I didn't watch sports. Nothing. There's no concert to go to this weekend. No. But uh, Revelation Rain show is this Friday though. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in Belding. But I heard. Right. That is part one of my interview with Revelation Rain. Now it is time for a very special treat here on Super Cool Radio. Here is 
Taste of Tomorrow by Revelation Rain. They just dropped a brand new music video over the weekend. So here is Taste Tomorrow by Revelation Rain. Please enjoy. Tip of her tongue is her knife. 
Once again, that was Taste of Tomorrow by Revelation Rain. Great jam on their Vengeance is Mine album. And also, as I said before, they just released the new music video for Taste of Tomorrow, so please check that out on their YouTube channel. Now, we are back to part two of my interview with Revelation Rain. We will discuss how the band came together. Enjoy. I got actually right here the copy um, Revelation Rain Beautiful. that I've been listening to this week. And I kind of want to discuss, you know, you, you guys' debut album. How was it writing and recording that album? You guys take this one. I'll, I'll touch on the recording. I knew that more than I did. Uh, well, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah. As far as writing the songs, um, I would say at least half of those songs um, are songs that I've had for about 30 years, and they're just now getting proper treatment. Uh, some of those songs were the songs that I had demoed back in 2015. Um, so when when Grant and I first got back together uh, back in March, we knew that we wanted to go into the studio and record these songs. And so we, in our minds, had 10 songs um, picked out because we had probably 15 to 20 um, that I that I already had done that we could choose from. And we narrowed it down to 10. Well, then when Marty and JT came into the band, well, they write songs too. Good ones. So now we've got an abundance of material. So now we're shuffling songs yeah. because we want to represent JT and Marty as well. Um, so the track listing changed a couple of times but i think for the better i think it's a much more well-rounded record rather than just having one songwriter's perspective you've got three and even though grant will say he doesn't write songs uh i wouldn't say that's entirely accurate um, i mean that lyrical content but i mean i i play along to it so i add my own kind of writing well, if you will yeah but i think it's more than that too because um a lot of times like for example um Right off the top, the song I Want You, which is track nine on the disc, uh, that whole drum intro, the way the song starts out, wasn't like that initially. If you listen mm -hmm. to That's right. the demo, it starts off with the bass run, and then everybody comes in, and Grant said, well, what if we flip that, start off with the drums, have the bass come in, and then have everybody else come in? So to me, um, when you help with arrangements, that's in a way songwriting. I looked at it like that, but yeah, yeah that's true, I guess. I you mean, know, uh, help and develop the song. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's for the the best of the song. It's it's best for the band. You know, that's how I look at it. And I play what I hear mm -hmm. um, along with. You know what I mean? So I guess that. Yeah. yeah, everybody contributes. I would definitely. And that's what's great about this band is that everybody can contribute yeah. and everybody is willing to contribute. 
Um, and when we went, when we decided we were going to record, uh, initially Grant and I, uh, in our small minds, felt that we could do it ourselves. We'd save a few dollars and set up a studio of some sort here in, in his uh, basement and, and record a CD. I was agreeing with you guys too. Well, <laughs> yeah, and then JT came in and he's like, yeah, that sounds great. And then fortunately we have uh, Marty and he's not here, but he's kind of like, He's Gandalf. the wise old, the yeah. wise old, old man, Gandalf. Yeah, he's Gandalf. So he's like, no, 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 you shall not pass or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I'll, uh, I'll allow that. Yeah. And said, no, what you guys, what we need to do, guys, is get into a studio and we need somebody to produce the record. And uh, <laughs> he talked to a guy that he knew and uh, he told us the price that it would cost and we went back and forth and we decided it would be worth it. And, and, and it turned out for the best. We ended up recording at Soundfield Studio in Wyoming, Michigan. And the guy's name is Pete Bass and phenomenal musician and excellent producer. And so that's the route we went. Great experience. And I've talked enough, so now I'm going to hand over to one of you guys. Well, with recording. You know, I've been in a studio before years and years ago with my old band back in Austin. I won't get my age. Um, but uh, this was a lot more. This this was like a labor of love, you know, and, and Rob and I, th this goes back to like a year and a half, you know, that we, we got together and started playing music together. And, and I knew that what Rob had was good enough. We got to record this stuff. It was really, really good. Um, but uh, it, it was it, it was a it's always a great experience, you know, getting the, the best out of you, you know, out of drums, out of bass, out of guitar singing um, and, and Pete. Being the legend that he is um, in this area, he did exactly that. I mean, he really got all like the best potential out of us he could, and uh, we're all very proud of that record. And and we know listening to that record that uh, that's that's our best right there. And um, we've known the guy. Well, Marty knows him better than I do. I just I know the legend. <laughs> You know, and I've bumped into him a few times in the past. He's just multi-talented you know, talented drummer, guitarist, singer. And now I learned a producer over this past summer. Um, but it was it was great. We, we hammered it out in four days, believe it or not. We did a, a weekend marathon. And, um, you know, the mixing took a couple extra days after that. But it was it was delivered. It was it was quick. Mm -hmm. And nothing, nothing got, uh, you know, uh, there was no lacking in any department at all because of that rush or whatever. It was just the way that we wanted it. And it was perfect. We went way beyond our expectations. And, you know, JT, you know, he's sitting over there all quiet and everything. But this, this guy, he shredded it on, on that disc, on that album. Mm -hmm. First takes. And he just blew our minds. And I'll go back to something real quick about what Rob said about like the other guys contributing songs and, and writing. We, as far as like choosing songs, we that, that's a good problem to have when you have that many talented people in your band that, you know, hey, I got these songs and they contribute. Every week it seems like we're learning new stuff and that's great. That's, I love that. And so it's not just on Rob or, or me or just one person. I mean, everybody. Mm -hmm. contributes and that's that's awesome we're very passionate about this band and this is this is awesome so it's a, it's a good problem to have you know, what songs we're going to use i don't know your song no your song no your song 
so it's 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 pretty good and, and it alleviate, alleviates some uh, some workload off rob as well but uh, everybody's stuff is great <laughs> it's 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 awesome it's perfect for what we're trying to do mm -hmm. jt i talk with my partner no 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 no, no. no. <laughs> it was my it was my first studio experience since the 90s and it was great it's fun there's loads of fun Lots of work that was definitely worth it. We pretty much lived yeah. together for those four days too, you know. Maybe mm -hmm. snore away too damn much. Hence the impending breakup and you know, farewell to her. Yeah. And then yeah. reunion. Yeah. Well, I've been working on my review um, for this album. Uh, I've actually listened to about half of it so far. Okay. And I, I, I love the sound of it. Just that sound. I, I really don't know how to describe it right now, but like the, just the whole band sound. To me, it's just very professional and really amazing. And you hey. guys should be proud of this album. What? Thank you, Matthew. Yeah, thank you very nice. much. Very kind. Yeah. Thank you. Now you got the other half to listen to now. Yes, I'm, that'll be oh. this weekend. I, I'm working on my notes and I'm working on my review, and I'm I'm really digging it. Just, even just listening to the first, you know, half. Nice. Good. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Um, to touch on a little bit on what Grant had said, like he'd said, we did it in a marathon weekend. The recording. <clears throat> And then two days mixing um and it, it, we did want to get it done as soon as possible because we had deadlines to meet and obviously um the longer you're in a studio you know the clock is ticking the, the money up. um but we did want to sacrifice quality and we had the songs down so well that we did two or three takes of each song and then chose the best take and what's nice is on all three of the takes, the guitar solos would be perfect. So it didn't matter which take we took, we didn't have to go back and redo guitar solos. The only <laughs> overdubbing that we did was when we did lead and backing vocals, and then I added a 12-string guitar to Alone. That's the only overdub that we did. And I don't think that if we would have spent any more time on it, that the record would be any better by any means. Um, I think sometimes you can labor too much over something and it loses an essence and it loses uh, spontaneity. Yeah. And that's what we were looking at. And you held up a Motley Crue, uh, I don't know if it was a shirt or whatever. I it was shirt. Yeah. And the album that I personally had in mind was the first Motley Crue album, Too Fast for Love. It's produced, but it's not overproduced. It sounds like they went in and they, they knocked the record out. It's just got a raw feel to it. And in the back of my head, I kept saying to the guys, that's the sound I'm yeah. looking for. We want it to sound professional, but I don't want it to sound like what records in the late 80s sounded like, like Hysteria by Def Leppard. There's no way you can reproduce that stuff live. Yeah. We wanted to be able to take the album and play it live in front of an audience. And people say they sound just like the record. And that's really, I think that's what we hit. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like the term raw. That's like the best um, terminology I can use for this, just because that's what it sounds like, but it also has that produced side as well to it. It's a very nice combination of both. I agree. Sure. Yeah, I think we all agree on that. And I, there's diversity on, in, in those 10 songs and that lineup, you know, the, the track listing. Yeah. And that's great too. Um, you know, everybody, it's, it's, we have like a little bit of punk you know, in what I want you. Yeah. Um, yeah. A little bit of uh, 80s hair metal, you know, but it, it's rock underneath, you know, but I, I just love what everyone was bringing. And we, yeah, we, we, we tightened them up 
and Pete did a, a great job getting them all polished and and uh, you know using his wisdom you know to, to get the best sound. And there's not like one specific genre on the, on the album. It's it's not all over the place, but it's it's mixed, and I and I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're gonna record next next year though. <laughs> we're yeah, always doing bluegrass. Yeah, bluegrass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, we're just really really pleased with uh, with everything and how it went. Um, yeah, like Rob said, and we we had these songs down, and uh, they were you know pretty easy for us by then. You know, so it wasn't that hard. Um, to get the best sound out of us uh, from those songs, and uh, yeah, it, it's just a, I'm already ready to go back in the studio next year. You know, by then we'll we'll probably have an, another record ready, maybe. Yeah. So. I'm gonna hold up one more time because I really want to talk about the cover art. Sure. I love it. Um, so how how is like the idea behind the cover art? How did that like come to be? Uh. It's funny, actually. Um, we, we, when we knew we were going to record a record, obviously you have to have an album cover. And so we were all kind of, every so often, just go online and look for um, uh, ideas, you know, uh, concept, art. And I remember um, looking at different uh, pieces of, of artwork. And I, of course, I went to uh, what I thought was public domain artwork that anyone can use for whatever reason. And there's no royalties that need to be paid or copyrights, whatever. And I remember the first one that I submitted, and I don't know where I, I, I thought- Which one it, was this? Which, yeah, I thought, yeah. man, this looks really familiar, but I, I can't place where I've seen oh, it before. Yeah, I'm like, this would be great. So I, I kind of do a mock-up of it and I send it to everyone. And you, you were the first Yeah, and JT's like, I'm pretty sure that's a Judas Priest album cover. It was Ram It Down. It was Ram It Down. Yeah. I and I'm like, no wonder that looks familiar. I forgot all about it. And I'm like, well, why is this under public domain? It can't be. Yeah, this is Rob Halford. Uh, yeah, Rob Halford. Ram It Down. Yeah. You know? So I went to a different site that had public domain and I made sure everything was public domain. And not just. <laughs> We just looking at keywords like revelation or you know uh wrath of god because it, i wanted to tie in obviously with vengeance is mine and that popped up and i double checked and triple checked to make sure it was <laughs> nobody else's album he cover. called the library of congress and yeah was, you know calling the president and everybody else just to make sure uh and it was clear and so we took that art and then um i had a program uh to put you know our our logo on there and then the obviously the album titles and then submit it to the guys and everybody liked it and so that's where it was but i think visually it represents not only what our um our philosophical or even our moral projection is um but also it ties in well with you know vengeance is mine obviously you know i mean there's two angels there but you can see the wrath of god pouring down um so it all kind of tied in it was it was, uh, I don't know, providential. Yeah, it's supposed to happen that way. Yeah. You, Matthew, real quick, you haven't heard the second half of the album yet? No, I think I'm up to, um, actually, I listened to the first three, so yeah, I'm up to a right. When you get oh, okay. to the last track, which is Vengeance is Mine, that, that's, that's a heavy song. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful, but heavy. I'm just going to kind of give you a little forewarning before you listen to it. But uh, <laughs> no, I, it's, it's, it's definitely got a lot of sentimental value to me. 
and uh, and probably Rob. You know, when I think that was our first song yeah. that we learned together, mm -hmm. uh, going on two years ago. Um, but it's it it to me that song is almost like um, like a presentation, like a like a movie almost, where it's got an introduction and then it goes up to the climax, and then there's and, you know like a light at the end of the tunnel, kind of like a happy ending kind of thing. You know, so it's like. I'm not going to give it away. You you make up you know your own interpretation of it, but uh, it's it's a great track. I think you'll like it. Um, we saved the best for last on that one. So, mm. and JT's vocals, you know, we didn't have well, we did have dual vocals, I guess, in the original band, the first band that we were in together. Um, but JT's growl, it's it's awesome. It adds such a great element to this band and our songs. Yeah. Well, if you've listened to the first three songs and you've yeah. heard "New Kind of Man." And um, most of those vocals are JT, all the heavier growling stuff. I'm just coming in on those one-liners. So it gives you an idea as to what JT um, can do. And on Vengeance is Mine, it's, um, it's, it's only amplified. Yeah, we, we, I've heard that song uh, probably a million times now, and it still like raises hairs. It's just such a moving song for me. All of the songs are really moving, but that one in particular really just hits home with me and uh, i hope the listeners you know get some whatever reaction like that as well but uh yeah that wasn't the cookie monster that was jt doing the vocals on yeah that. <laughs> yeah if you if you slow the record down real slow i mean it, cookie, cookie did you guys hear that yeah well if you play the c if you get your cd to play backward you'll hear it well speaking um, of which, i'm still waiting for my cookies too yeah. i haven't got them yet yeah yeah well the rumor is, and I haven't confirmed it, I haven't asked JT for sure, but I had heard that he gargles with razor blades. <laughs> so that could be part of the reason every why the week. voice is the way it is. By cleaning up blood every, every night we week. rehearse. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I don't ask questions, man. I want to keep the band together. So Right. <laughs> hey, and speaking really quickly, um, sure. I'll give you the link. Maybe I can get it to you. Um, we're all big music fans having been fans of music i mean since we were kids and when we grew up of course at least for me i was um, always buying vinyl albums and as a kid i always wanted to be a rock star and i thought someday you know i'll have an album next to my kiss records and my quiet riot albums <laughs> and you know my striper and whatever else and so once we recorded this cd uh we found a, a company that's working with us and so Vengeance is Mine is going to be available on album, on actual vinyl. Um, we have, no, I'll give you the link. Um, I'll get you a link. People can go through the album on vinyl. And then once we're, we're doing a run of 100, once we hit that 100 mark, um, they will press the albums and send them out to people directly. But it's a good way for people to, you know, if, for people that collect vinyl, if they want to have the you know the CD on album, there's a link they can go to and pre-order the record. It's going to sound great. Yeah, yeah, we're all excited about that because you know we're all big vinyl enthusiasts. I am, um, yeah. and we talked about that. It, I think before we were in the studio, you know, wouldn't be cool, kind of pricey. You know, maybe for maybe our next record when we come off the road with Bon Jovi in Europe or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, no, uh, Rob kind of surprised us with that uh, a couple weeks ago. He's, he always finds all this great stuff, you know. He, Next time is to put on a track. Yeah, real to real is coming up. More cassettes. Yeah. Yes. But uh, you know, he he found this place, like he said, and uh, I did. Sounded too good to be true. 
and uh, he showed me and he's like it's legit it's real yeah. and um <clears throat> it's out of some guy's trunk over off the bottom uh, <laughs> right yeah he, he seemed like a nice guy though. he seemed like a nice guy yeah. just don't ask names yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Any revelation rain behind a bar at midnight you can get some vinyl vinyl and, and maybe a fist fight too <laughs> <laughs> Final. Right. I did see you were teasing a big announcement. I think it was a couple weeks ago ish, two, three weeks ago. And yeah. I saw the, the you guys have it on vinyl, which I think is that's really cool, especially. I mean, such a good album, and especially to have it on vinyl and CD. And I think that I think that's very cool. And big props to you guys. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, these are these are like uh, big steps for us, you know, they're they're milestones yeah. internally, you know, they're like you know, we're, we're we, we feel like we've done everything we wanted to do that we set out to do in a way you know and 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 that's not bragging or being arrogant or anything it's, it just um everything that we well for me rob I, I i envisioned this you know and this is what i wanted um and it's everything it, it's all just falling into place and uh happening quickly and uh you know this year has actually been pretty good to us and <laughs> not too many people can say that uh for 2000 or uh, 2020 yeah um so we're, we're constantly you know just very grateful for for everything that god's given us and and uh i 2021 is going to be a triumphant year as well i have a good feeling about that so um, yeah i guess anything yeah. else no spoke well you're only on like question three. <laughs> oh wait <laughs> i was gonna go have dinner yeah uh, what else you got? Um, I always ask my guests this question because you guys you listed some great bands you have on vinyl. So I'm very curious, what music are you listening to this week? This week, this week, um, mine is Elvis, <laughs> and, and and it's because I recently bought it's a forty four CD set. I'd actually owned this like years ago. This it's not a new CD set by any means. It was put out probably 10 years ago and somehow I lost it. So I ordered it again about a month ago and um, it's excellent. It's, it's, it kind of encapsulates his entire career. It's a four CD set um, from 53 all the way up to 77. Wow. He's the king. And uh, it's been in, you know, in my, in my truck for the past three weeks. And I was telling the guys the other day, you know, on the way to practice, you know, when I'm warming up the vocals, man, I've been singing along with Elvis, and I just can't think of anything better or anyone else, you know, to try to warm up with. That 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 is not funny. In fact, I got a I got a story. Um, what I'm listening to recently or this week? It's Wednesday, right? Is it Aqua still? <laughs> no, no, no. Don't that say was that. So I'm here. Last week, bro. Okay. Seagulls, okay. No, no. There, there's something kind of funny that happened to one of our um, uh, local radio stations here in grand rapids yeah <laughs> it used to be a, a classic rock station you know and it would be on my presets you know in my truck and you know i kind of go back and forth to whatever and listen to but they they recently changed their format and at first i was like wow how dare they do that you know that's my classic rock well i left it on and it it's oldies like motown and 50s and 60s and 70s i'm playing in the garage you know <laughs> working on projects in the car you know i can't get enough of it and it's like i always knew it was there but i just like oh i'm a metal god you know or metal guy and i don't know just listen to screams oh yes i am and it's and it's really really good stuff so it's like almost making me go back 
and and look at the stuff and identify you know what i've been missing all this time and it's really it's where it all was born you know it was mm -hmm. all like that motown r&b stuff is awesome yeah you know they, they throw some disco and there's just something different you know i'm 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 a metal guy all the way through you know and, and hard rock but uh this really kind of <laughs> kind of scared me a little bit like what's going on man you guys know any uh disco duck nights you know, yeah. got a song i want to introduce yeah but uh, you know, that's what's been constantly you know on my radio station or i, I don't have any uh rig these disco duck on album yet but i'm, looking, yet. For it. I'm looking for it no it'll happen soon. so matthew if you know anybody who's got that disco duck album from 79 tell them i'll, I'll pay hands well you you said you're also looking for tommy dorsey but <laughs> I've, I've been looking science <laughs> I can't get enough of our disc, and I'm, I'm not doing that just to plug us or our name or whatever. But I really do just constantly listen to it. Um, I have it on iTunes, so I got it on my phone kind of with the headphones, and uh, um, I, I can't get enough of it. It's really just I listen to it, and now it's just I can't believe that's us. <laughs> it's just really, really good stuff. So, how about you, JT? What are you listening to? Uh, I've that's the last boys, uh, couple weeks. Boy. <laughs> no, no, that was last month. <laughs> uh, last couple weeks, I've been through Saturday entire catalog. Listen to all of that, and I take a break from that and go to May Death, Savage Messiah, and Sabaton. Mm. And then right back to Saturday Yeah, there you go. Right on. Yeah. Actually, I listened to uh, Deep Fall, also from Grand Rapids, uh, Lacuna Coil, and Tool. Cool. And did you say Tool? Uh, no, uh, Lacuna Coil. Oh, Lacuna Coil. I know. Yeah, Default. I, I, I know Rich. Yep. Uh, yeah, we actually kind of went to school together. I went to school with his sister. Uh, we're both like uh, from Belding. And uh, we uh, much older. I think he, he may be like five years younger. But uh, it's a funny story about Rich. Can, can I say this real quick? I think I told you guys about the Revolver magazine. Yeah. I, yeah. I get every uh, quarter, I guess, every. Uh, Three months or whatever and i he was my he was my cable guy he worked for charter uh spectral cable and he came out here years ago to uh cable down here in my basement and uh we got to talking and we, wow yeah I, I i went to school with your sister yeah i know you i know your sister long story short he don't work for cable anymore he fronts deep ball and i, I you know he told me that this band was taken off you know you, you gotta check out this band and i did and they were great well, um, year, about a year later, I get a Revolver magazine in the mail, and on the back, uh, back few pages, there, there are like spotlights of, you know, new artists, new bands, you know, merging out. Default was in this, on this page. I'm like, that's my boy. That's that's my cable guy right there. <laughs> you know, and I thought, man, that. It, good for you rich you guys made it you guys did it you know and uh i couldn't be more proud so default and they are a great band i've listened to them yes, really yes. Good. so you know hometown boy makes good and uh hopefully you know <laughs> there, there could be more than one yeah. yeah hopefully but no i could be more proud of rich his band's tight and the songs are great so yeah good good uh good band big shout out to default yeah, yeah, yeah. I love listening yeah. to the Rope EP. It was, it was really good. I got to see them with Alter Bridge. I had to play with Alter yeah. Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. He for a little while, too, as well. 
And if he, and if he's my cable guy again, man, then I know something went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's what he does in the, his off time. Writer's black. I'll just go sell some cable and sell some cable. Yeah. Let me, let me hook up some cable. I don't know what to write about. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll know if, if we'll, the, the new songs that are coming out, it's all like about cable stations and <laughs> Nick Jr. and, you know, Access Television, National Geographic. So. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Your featured band of the week is Revelation Rain. Great time chatting with you guys. I got one more thing before we go. What are you guys' future plans for 2021 since it is like mid-November now? Play, 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 play. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, we're doing a, a live stream show from uh, Legacy Music over in Belding, which is not too far from here. We're doing that uh, this Friday. Um, then on the 28th of this month, which is a Saturday, we're playing a show in Jackson at a place called Music Box, and that's a, a show with two other bands. That's going to be a, a really big show. That's a, a, a pretty. It's a hot spot for uh, music in in this area right now. So we're, we'll be doing that. Um, the the goal is to keep lining up shows. And like Grant said earlier, play. We've been blessed in and that even with everything that's gone on this year, we've been playing. You know, averaging two or three shows every month which isn't too bad. Um, and then obviously, uh, as we turn over into the new year, obviously, hopefully things will get better and we can get more live shows lined up. But we had talked before about hopefully having the next CD ready to go by the end of spring, early summer next year, just because um, we've got a backlog of songs now, we could probably put out a double album. So it's, it's, it's nice to have that problem, like Grant said, um, but when you've got songs lying around, you obviously want to get them out to people. So I would say that there'd be another uh, CD coming out late spring, early summer of next year. I can see that. Yeah, definitely. And then obviously um, doing shows like this, which we appreciate. Um, we've yeah, done uh, you. you know some other interviews. Um, actually, next Friday, um, doing an interview out of Monroe, which is down by Detroit. Um, so that that's just stuff that helps to get the word out there. And uh, when people play the songs, um, we've had a few radio stations and podcasts now that have been playing our songs. So it's catching on. Yeah. Um, so we definitely appreciate, you know, shows like this that that help, uh, you know, indie bands like us. Yeah. Thank you very much, Matthew, for doing this. Of course, man. I've been, I really dig your music, actually. Um, my friend Aaron uh, out of uh, Grand Rapids actually uh, told me, you know, was telling me about you guys. So. Oh, he's cool. yeah, talk, he's yeah. a good dude. Good yep. dude. He's been down here a couple times. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a really great dude, especially. He does a lot for like up and coming bands in Grand Rapids. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Like him and you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, thank you guys so much. Featured Band of the Week, Revelation Rain. And now, officially, I'm going to say this right now. This has been my longest interview for Super Bowl Radio. <laughs> And your funnest, funnest interview. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for Revelation Reign of Rob, JT, and Grant. I am Matthew Thomas. Thank you for watching. <laughs>